I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, y'all. Hi. What's up? How are you today? Let's sit down. Let's sit down and talk about you. Oh, wait, this is one way, isn't it? All right, well, in that case, let's talk about me. I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you'll find bonus content for both my podcasts, The Ritwit and Paleobites. For The Paleobites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about Godzilla vs. Kong. That's the Terminator theme. Also, I recognize that there isn't any real prehistoric animals in that movie, but look, when I say it counts, it counts, man. It's exactly what it was supposed to be, and it was everything we all dreamed it would be. It's great. So we discuss all about that movie and the monster versus a whole and what could come next and how it relates to dinosaurs in some way or other. Spoiler alert, it really doesn't, but it's close enough. Link is in the description for where you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support. Have a lovely day. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that's evolved carcinization five separate times. That's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Matt Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by the person who was gone for a while, but decided he could just come strolling back here and get his spot back on the show like nothing ever happened. And I said, sure, why not? It's Stephen Currow. How are Hello, you? Hello, good. Fine. You're <laughs> always welcome here. <laughs> well, I had to get two shots first. <laughs> yeah, this darn coronavirus. Ugh. Anyways, uh, good thing vaccines are starting to get spread. Take your vaccine, listeners, if you haven't yet. All about this comes out in like September or something about this episode. So uh, you guys have all gotten it, I'm sure. Hopefully things are better. But if they're not, social distance, wear a mask, get a vaccine. Get your dang vaccine already, dang it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so dinosaur-related question to ask you. All right, bring okay. it on. Okay. Um <laughs> This is a really dark question. Okay. Oh, maybe not that dark. It's just... It, it. So, coronavirus was made because... Well, I don't know if this is actually true, but this is the, the urban legend. Someone ate a bat. And... Ah. What dinosaur would you like us to eat that would spread not a pandemic, but like a love sort of thing? Everyone just loves each other. Like a Cupid sort of thing. I don't know. I'm th- just... What? <laughs> if you were to start some sort of mass sort of pandemic either for good or evil what dinosaur to eat would you think would it come from 
<laughs> this is. <laughs> so to clarify, the question is: any pandemic or a loving? That pandemic? if you want to be nicer, a loving <laughs> pandemic. If you want to be meaner. Uh okay. That is a really weird question. I know. Uh, I, well, I have to come up with these off the spot, and I want them to be different every time. And we're nearly a hundred episodes in. Like, <laughs> so yeah, you're you're. That's that's pressure there. Yeah, like. Mayasara is the good mother lizard, yes. so maybe that would be a more that would spread love, like if, compassionate sort of love, not necessarily like sexual love because it's mother. It's more like that's what I mean. Yes. Yeah, it's like nice, caring, nurturing love. Exactly. Okay, so let's let's get a Mayasaur and eat them, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where does my mind go sometimes? Good lord. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, we eat a yi, like that little weird. That thing. I was actually thinking about that. And then it just creates another coronavirus. <laughs> no, thank you. It's also from China, too, so... Yeah, I'm going to pass on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> never mind. This is getting bad real fast. We're talking about uh, a creature that's very cool. It started off, we thought it was one thing, now we think it's another thing. Uh, it is Andrew Sarkis. Mm-hmm. Back, I'm assuming in this book you have that it's... You think it's like a... Uh, it's it. We thought it was like a mesonychid, right? Uh, yes, it is. A me- oh, is that how you pronounce it? I always thought it was mesonychid, but or, or, no, it well, that's was... how I pronounce it in my head. I've never heard it said out loud, so it's I probably see it. It's probably a hard K. Mesonychid. Wait, mesonychid. Yeah, but yes. So they were a series of strange mammalian carnivorous dinosaur or dinosaurs creatures. creatures <laughs> Not all prehistoric creatures are dinosaurs. Yes. Um. They look like dogs. They are not, but they do vaguely look like dogs. So this is what we thought. Guess what? It's wrong. Uh-oh. We know it was not a mesonychid anymore. <gasps> it was a cetacodontomorphid uh, artiodactyl. God, what a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mouthful. How many syllables can we possibly fit into the name? It does mean Andrew's leader, by the way. I mix... I, I, Andrew's leader. Yeah, like, we'll find out who it's named after here in a second. But why do they think it's a leader? Because it's a big boy, you know? <laughs> like, uh, do they know it hunted in packs? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? If you hear a, 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 a tiny, adorable barking in the background, it's because of uh, the puppy that you're puppy sitting. I don't know if it comes through in the microphone, but that's actually Nell. But yes, I have dogs outside, so yes. if you can hear it, that's Nell. Us. Okay, <laughs> okay, that one's not quite as cute, but I, <laughs> I, I always like the the more Labrador-like dogs. Nell's really cute, though, so cute. Yes. Uh, so uh, we now think it looked more like a hippo than a big dog. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I'll show you kind of more what we thought it looked like now. It does not look like how it did in Walking with Prehistoric Beasts anymore. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, we, we know this because of further studies of the skull and teeth. They found no special affinities of the mesonychid clade. Thus now, Androsarchus is its own family, more closely related to the Intellidons. Mm. So, um... Size, 5 to 7 feet, slash 1.7 to 2.1 meters high at the shoulder. So still very big. Yes, uh, 12 to 14 feet, so that's 3.9 to 4.7 meters long. 600 to 1,200 pounds, uh, 275 to 550 kilograms. Very big. Yes, very big. It was a carnivore. Uh, time, mid-Eocene, 48 to 41 million years ago. Location, Mongolia and China. Described in 1924, pop culture appearances, and all these are outdated. Uh, walking <laughs> of Prehistoric Beasts, Jurassic World, the game, of course. 
Of course. Yes. Everything's in that game. My goodness. Um, I didn't know that it was from Mongolia and China. Its species name is Mongoliansis, just like Velociraptor. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so Cool. Uh, yeah, but this was a confusing animal. Uh, for one, it has no relation to famed actor and motion capture aficionado Andy Serkis. <laughs> you would think it does, though. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid fat paleontologists insulting the precious. <laughs> but for another, you see this thing and you might think, that's like a big hyena slash hippo slash pig. Then you find out it's not related to hyenas at all. It's or, man, bear, pig. Or dogs or cats or any of them. Uh, it belongs to the artiodactyls, or the even-toed hoofed animals. That's in the same family as deers, pigs, sheep, goats, cows, and hippos. Yeah, it's a fearsome predator. And whales. And whales! That's the thing. It's so weird. If you go to the Wikipedia page for artiodactyl, it shows like a picture of all the examples. You see an orca among them. I'm like, that thing doesn't have hooves. What is it doing there? It <laughs> uh, just shows how bizarre nature is. Isn't that weird? It's the, the, the whale is more closely related to the deer than to the elephant. Isn't that weird to think about? That is. That it's is more just... closely related to the deer than to a manatee. That's even weirder. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, convergent <laughs> evolution. Good lord. <laughs> what was one that I heard that was like, a fish like Leedzichthys is more closely related to us than sharks? What? Yeah. Because we're both in Cordata. Cord- uh, shark is in cartilage. Oh, that so. makes sense. <laughs> Isn't that weird to think it's a, it's about? A, it's a bony fish. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, if you look at it like uh, phalangically or whatever the term is, we're all bony fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Ever since from the fish onward, we still have the same general skeleton patterns. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Let's see. What? But as well as you say it's closely related to whales, like... Like in terms of artiodactyls, this is actually really closely related to whales. These, nah. these uh, Andrew Sarkis specifically. It's also up there with the largest terrestrial mammal carnivores. It might be the biggest of those, which admittedly is a pretty narrow superlative. Mm-hmm. Like I like to think I'm the biggest guy named Matt who has a book series about dinosaurs with laser guns on Amazon. But what does that mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> um. I just think, I mean, I imagine it must look stranger than I thought it did now that you've told me it's related more like a hippo, yeah. rendered more like a hippo. Yeah, than, it's kind of more like an intelligent sort of thing. Yeah. But even so, I, I wouldn't want one of those coming at me with no, gigantic no. jaws. Yes, it's jaws and it's teeth. And actually, that, that that's the thing about it, its skull is all we found so far. Right. So, so its size is difficult to estimate. A lot of its body is speculation. Yes. So maybe it did look like a big dog. I don't know. Like, it's hard to... Could be. It's hard to tell. You know, a lot of people, when they look at skulls, they tend to shrink wrap a face onto it. Didn't they say that this creature had hooves? Yeah, it did have hooves. hooves? Okay. Although we think. It might not have. We don't, we don't see it. We haven't seen its body. Huh. We should go to Mongolia and try to find uh, more. All right. I'll book us a ticket right now. Okay. While we're there, we'll listen to some Mongolian metal. They use those, 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 their throat singing in their thing. I've listened to Mongolian metal. It's really cool. Interesting. <laughs> also, we could get some Mongolian barbecue. I'd be up for that. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. I don't know anything else about Mongolia. Must be some sites that have to do with Genghis Khan. Yes. Well, I think one-fourth of the world is related to Genghis Khan or something. Yeah, some crazy, like, 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I forget what the statistic is, but many people have some fragment of Genghis slash Genghis's DNA. <laughs> and if you are from Asia, that number goes up dramatically. Yeah, like I was watching this standout special by Patton Oswalt. Uh, you, you know who he is, right? He's the rat in Ratatouille. Oh, yeah. But he's more of a stand comedian. He can be pretty raunchy. He was looking up his on Ancestry.com um, and to see all the countries where he's from. He said, you know, I'm a pasty white guy, so I expected all the pasty white countries like Sweden and Germany and all, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So I was looking through this. I sent I sent them my spit, and then the nerds looked it up, and then <laughs> and then I I saw I saw. Uh, this and I saw okay there's the pasty white country wait Mongolia (laughs) where did that come from so he called up the nerds and he's like hey nerds so I gave you my spit and I got all the pasty white countries covered but they got this random bit in Mongolia can you explain that and this other guy without even dropping a beat said oh that's Genghis Khan (laughs) (laughs) and he's like wait wait what (laughs) oh that's fantastic it's like everyone's related to Genghis Khan there are freaking trees related to Genghis Khan (laughs) Because that guy's like, conquered and did terrible stuff to he the natives. Could not keep it into his pants, as yes. I understand. Which he talks about is amazing because he was on a saddle and that was running for so long. That's true. Like he, that's a good point. People actually. nowadays can't hold their phone too close to their crotch without risking not having kids anymore. <laughs> and but oh anyways, God. Andrew Sarkis. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the original Genghis. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, it's Discoverer, famed paleontologist Roy Chapman Andrews, of which Andrew Sarkis gets its name, and was also a major inspiration for the character of Indiana Jones. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, Roy Chapman Andrews is a paleontologist. Indiana Jones is an archaeologist. Oh, something got lost in translation there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like there to, be, there to be an adventurer paleontologist. Where's the adventurer paleontologist? I've... I should. Hmm. I. There's not as many artifacts to find as an adventurer paleontologist. You could find precious skulls, but it's not like they have raw power to them that can smite uh, Nazis. Like you could always invent some magical thing, or yeah. you know, yeah. something like that. I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we should. We should, col- we should collaborate and write a book. All right, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> of the adventurer paleontologist. Exactly. Um. Yeah, like you said, though, this is not a creature you'd want to mess with. Like, no, it looks very, and especially you say it doesn't. It doesn't look like a dog. It looks more like a hippo. Hippos, I don't want to mess with on their own either. This is true. Like, they're, they're, and they're herbivores. Yeah. So if this thing was like a carnivorous hippo, 
No. Stay the <laughs> away. No, thank like, you. Run for your life. <laughs> uh, fun fact, though, both like I mentioned earlier, both Andrew Sarkis and Velociraptor share the same species at the epith- epith- epithet. Epithet, yes. <laughs> Mongoliensis, which means of Mongolia. I at first thought that Roy Chapman Andrews described both of them and was just lazy, which I could totally relate to. <laughs> uh, but then, by the way, I found out that Velociraptor is actually described by fellow paleontologist Henry Fairfield Osborne, who decided w- naming one super famous and popular dinosaur simply wasn't enough since he had earlier described T-Rex. Oh. Now that's a true legacy. Suck on that, Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, so you finding anything else in that book there that's notable? I have here... It does point out that this animal's skull is twice the length of the largest living bear skull. Whoa. Well, bears have kind of short snouts, though, don't they? Yeah, but, I mean... Well, not, no, they're not like pugs, of, but... But you think of how nasty a bear is. Yeah. And we're talking about an animal with a head twice the size. It's like, dear Lord. <laughs> That's um, pretty scary. Only a few tooth fragments are known, and there is no lower jaw skeleton, jaw or skeleton yet. There's not even a lower jaw yet. Whoa. There's a picture of the upper jaw. Oh, wow. Look at that thing. That does kind of look like a whale skull, though, actually. It it is vaguely, yeah. Yeah. So you can see the relation there. And then it goes on to speculate about what its body looked like. So this is written a bit before they determined it probably looked more like a hippo. Yeah. But still, good stuff, though. Oh, yeah. Very good stuff. Very weird. It just. Oh, yeah. Here, here. Here's an Alaskan brown bear. Oh, yeah. That, wow, look at that. That is and twice as long. It's small. Makes the <laughs> bear look like a baby. <laughs> Very scary. Although, from what I've seen, I mean, if what I saw in Walking with Prehistoric Beasts, the outdated version, it did have a pretty big skull for its body, though. So it doesn't necessarily, even mm. though it's got a skull twice the size of a bear, it's not twice the size of a bear, like the body as a whole. The body length, okay. So I don't think. But I imagine, I want to know what its bite, it's a... Uh, what do you call it? The bite pressure, bite power. Oh, probably pretty powerful. Punch power. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'd be afraid of it personally. Uh, let's let's try and appease it though by rating it one out of sixty-five million here. Mm. No, let's not see. If we, let's not piss it off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think because it's such an unusual, weird creature, and it gets weirder with every passing year, it seems. But it was also really big and scary. I'm going to give it a 60 mil. Yes. Uh, that's pretty good. I think I'm going to give it like a 45 mil. Mm. It, it would have been cooler if it was like a big dog like in that, but... Uh, this is true. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it still looks pretty interesting, and it's got a good history behind it. So, yeah, 45 mil. 65 mil. That rounds it up to 50-something mil. I can't math. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, there's been some crazy gaps in this show before, especially when people break the rating scale. Oh, you've gone over 65 million? Oh, I've had several people go over. <laughs> this one person, uh, Lawrence, his favorite number is 50. Uh, so his favorite dinosaur is Pachycephalosaurus, but he didn't want to rate it 50 million because that's not high enough. So he went 50 billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little big. <laughs> Yeah, I think the only dinosaur creature I gave a zero was the Pantosaurus. Yes. No, I think you gave it 20 million. Did I? Yeah. I thought I gave it zero. For the ridiculousness of it, is what you said. Oh. Because, I don't know. (laughs) Panty Draco, yeah. I gave, uh, early on in the show, I think episode five or whatever, like Arthur Plura, that big millipede, I gave it a two. Not two million. 
just two. Two. <laughs> that bad. My goodness. It's, it's, it's a millipede the size of a car. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Top of the list of the no thank yous. <laughs> yes, the nope. Nope, yeah. nope, 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 nope. Anyways. All right, well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at mattsd at matthewdollarcreator.com for any general questions to either co-host. You can follow me on social media at matthewdollarcreator on Facebook, at matthewdollar 64 on Twitter, and matthewdollar 64 on Instagram. Uh, I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. No Andrew Sarkis in it because this was, it was after the dinosaurs. Uh, but what do you got to plug? I have, I'm a writer, and you can find my work at stephenccurrow.com. Stephen spelled with a P-H. Yes. And I have a novelette coming out with Hirith Publishing. By the, by the point of this time this episode is out, it, it is already out. Yes, that's true. It's coming out in August, but it probably is already out. So go to Hirith Publishing. Yeah, check it out. Look it up. I have a publishing, um, I've published poetry with uh, Sci-Fi Quest, Acorn, lots of haiku magazines. Oh, yes. And um, daily science fiction, among other places. Uh, you can find the full list on my website. Sounds good. All right. Uh, also, I have another podcast called The Rit Wit, where two twits talk about writing. Uh, good stuff there all around. Uh, but that's it for Paleo Bites. It was saved the end of every episode. Uh, I, I was going to say rough, not anymore. <laughs> What's the thing that hippos do? Ooh. I don't know what hippos do. That's they do that kind of yawn thing. With their ridiculously large heads. Yeah, they can, they can extend their teeth. Their, their jaws like 100 degrees or something. <laughs> Maybe not that wide. But. Right, I'll just do like a... Brrrr for the Wait, no, 180 of. degrees would be fully wide. So anyway, yeah. So brrr, I like that. <laughs> Anyways, bye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.